0: Hello, and welcome to the All Things Narrative podcast, where we explore the relationships between the stories we love and the stories we live. I'm your host, Derek Hatch, and welcome back to our next Transparent Tuesday. And I wanna get a little transparent with you in the Transparent Tuesday. So today is May 31st, and you might be wondering where is the collective document uh, that we talked about? with uh, what keeps us going and what sustains us through hard times. Well, to be completely honest with you, I actually did not get any submissions uh, for this endeavor. And I want to start by saying that I'm new to all this. You know, I'm starting a business and I'm trying to figure out these things and what works and what doesn't work. And you know, I sometimes you got to go for it and you got to try and experiment. And this is one of those moments where I tried something and uh, for whatever reason maybe either people weren't interested in that or maybe I wasn't doing my part in terms of promoting it or selling it or it's hard cuz you don't want to be pushy, you know. I'm not naturally a pushy person, uh which is hard as an entrepreneur. But in either case, I don't really have a collective document for you today, and I'm so sorry about that if, if you were looking forward to that. This is a great time to talk about when we have failures that we encounter that there are opportunities to learn. And so what I'm learning from this, and I'm still trying to process it, but what I'm really learning is maybe I could have built a better... You know, I could have waited some time, you know, uh, before asking an audience of this. You know, as you're trying to start a podcast, you're trying to also build a community of people, a tribe of sort who are into these things. And in this case, it's all things narrative. Yeah, I think uh, maybe trying to do too much at once, maybe that wasn't the best idea. So I'm living and I'm learning and that's what we're here to do, right? And one of the things I've learned as well uh, just by, you know, this podcast is almost three months old. And so, you know, you get stats and all that stuff with a podcast and you're able to learn quite a lot about uh, who's listening and from where and how much they're tuned in and engaged and all that. And so one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, we have four different types of episodes that uh, air during the month. You know, the story of the Uh, Narrative 101s, The Why We Loves, and The Transparent Tuesdays. And so if I look at the stats, by far my most popular episodes are The Why We Loves. And so we will continue doing those. And in this case, you know, we had two parts of that um, this week because, or this month, because, yeah, we really enjoy those discussions and having uh, Joseph and Jason and Nick on there And we'll have others as well to come It's just a blast And you guys seem to really be enjoying those as well And the story of episodes uh, Seem to be doing really well uh, Particularly the episode with Jill um, And that's no surprise Because Jill Friedman is legendary And the Narrative 101's are doing really well as well So it seems like you guys are enjoying Learning about the intersection Between the stories we love And the stories we live and that's what those narrative 101s are really there for is they're really kind of the the heartbeat of the ideas that go into this podcast. And so those episodes are all doing fairly well in in their respects, but I have noticed that the transparent Tuesdays don't get as much love. And so I know now there is still an audience for it, you know. And I'm a very transparent guy and I love sharing stories about myself and being a storyteller in that way. So what I've decided to do is I am going to no longer be doing Transparent Tuesdays uh, on the final Tuesday of the month. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take uh, stories that I would be doing on Transparent Tuesdays, and I'm going to be incorporating those into my Narrative 101 episodes. So if you heard my episode on identity recently, I shared the story about the car accident I was at at 16, and I kind of tied that into... uh, The topic of that podcast. And that's what I'm going to do as well from now on. So Narrative 101s will have some transparent uh, stories that I tell about myself uh, incorporated into those episodes, but they'll no longer be separated episodes. So... Uh, basically for this podcast, we'll have episodes, the first three Tuesdays of the month, the story of the first, the narrative 101s, um, with me talking about my life on the second and then on the third Tuesday, uh, and maybe even room on the fourth Tuesday as well with part one and part twos, the why we loves. And so, yeah, I'm learning and I'm figuring this podcast out. And so I just want to say, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. And I am getting a lot of love from you out there for this podcast from all over the world. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, If you are enjoying this, I'd really encourage you to leave a review. It helps with the algorithm and it helps uh, more people discover this podcast. So please take a second to leave a review. Uh, If you're on Apple Podcasts, it's really easy. You just scroll down to the bottom uh, of the episode page and you can tap the stars and write a little excerpt there. So without further ado, Let's jump into this because we've been doing this kind of series on this these transparent Tuesdays of changing your narrative and so as the last transparent Tuesday I want to finish that out. So the first uh changing your narrative was about through uh changing your narrative through music. And so I talked about being 16 and this uh very tough state this place that I was in um where I needed to find something to keep going. And music really helped with that. And it really helped change my narrative and my perspective on myself and what I was going through. And it challenged me in healthy ways. And the second changing your narrative was uh, that debate between security and adventure and about comfort and risk and all those different things. Because, you know, sometimes we're at a rut in life and we're at a crossroads. And if we want to live a meaningful story, sometimes we have to take chances. We have to take that step of faith and we just have to go for it. And that's what I did. And that was the help, of course, of three friends, two words and my fiance. So, yeah. And now for this final transparent Tuesday, um, we are going to talk about dreams and the metaphysical. And before I jump into that, and sorry, this has been a long enough intro. But um I just want to give a disclaimer that in our stories that we live we have different experiences and the experiences I share about dreams and about um what I uh, who I call god and all these different transcendent metaphysical uh, experiences um these are part of my story and I understand that your story might be different in the way that you've experienced these things and that's okay I'm just here sharing my story and what's happened to me. And I am thankful that people like you are willing to listen. So, yeah, I want to talk about dreams for a bit and what dreams mean. And dreams are like stories, they're very universal. They speak to our shared humanity. And even animals have dreams as well. And so, The interesting thing about dreams, uh, you know, I was just watching Inception last night and there's a statement, you know, towards the beginning of the movie where one of the main characters, I think it was Cobb, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, who says that, uh, you know, dreams are where we are. It's kind of like this place where we're unguarded. They're very mysterious. People have, you know, throughout the ages tried to understand dreams and why they happen. But one of the things we know about dreams is that our guard is down and that our mind is kind of running rampant through all different types of things. And so, if you think about our brains, you know, our brains are constantly trying to create our perception of reality and they're helping us to understand that reality. Dreams. We, even though we are asleep, our minds are still active and awake, and they are our minds are still trying to understand and perceive reality of what we've experienced. So, I'm sharing a little bit about. Um, there's a great chapter on dreams from Jonathan Gottschall's book, The Storytelling Animal: How Stories Make Us Human. And there's a few things I'll share here before I tell my story about how dreams changed my narrative. So. I like this idea that he uses that dreams, it's like the theater of your mind. And it's, you know, it's putting on, a, it's almost like it's putting on a show, but it's it's doing a lot more than that. You see, dreams are helping us to better understand our experiences. That's one of the reasons why perhaps uh, we have dreams is we're trying to reflect We're trying to comprehend. We're trying to organize. We're trying to better understand what we're feeling and what's happened to us and what we've seen. And so that's an idea that people uh, have had of dreams for quite a while now. And another idea of dreams is that they're kind of like these simulations. So I'll probably talk about this more in other episodes, but like when you read a story or you watch a movie, any way that you encounter story, there are parts of your brain that are active like it's really happening to you. So you're feeling what, you know, what the movie and the story is allowing you to feel, almost as if it's real to you. And dreams have a similar function where dreams are almost like these simulations that prepare us for the real world. They can prepare us for how to respond in a situation. So have you ever had a dream, for example, where maybe you were in a fight or in a really intense thing, and maybe it's something that you saw in a movie, and you imagine yourself in that place, uh, like in a movie that you saw. And, you know, maybe you never will be in that exact situation, but maybe your brain is trying to prepare you for, if I was in this situation, how would I respond? And this is, of course, why, like in your brain, you know, the parts of your brain that are in charge of like your body movement... It's almost like there's an off switch and that's why your body is held down while you dream. And, you know, sometimes um, when you're, you're dreaming and you might have a physical reaction, it's like one of those switches went on for a moment and you moved your arm or you kicked your leg or something like that. But yeah, it's like, it's weird because your brain is like holding your body down and it's saying, you will experience the simulation. You will go through this. You will process this. Uh, it's really fascinating how how it all works there. It's almost like there's a, like a blockade of sorts. And there was a really exper- interesting experiment that was done with cats in the 1950s, um, I think in France. Basically what they were doing is they were trying to see if these cats can dream and, and what that's all like. And You know, when they would see that the cats would be asleep, um, they would, after a while, they would suddenly wake up, but they, sorry, back up. They wouldn't wake up, but it would seem like they're awake. And what was happening was that they weren't responding to food or to to the researchers. In fact, it was like, if you put their hand in front of their eyes, it wasn't like they could even see you. The cats were actually dreaming and they were acting out their dreams and they were like, uh, try to hunt like maybe like hunt a little small mouse or something, or they would try to run away like they were being hunted. So they were like acting out their dreams in a sense. And so it's interesting because in these dreams, they were almost practicing. They were rehearsing their response and their brains were, were helping them to, to do that. And so that's kind of how it is with us as people too. And so dreams, yeah, they're very important to us. In fact, um, It says here in this chapter that if we dream, let's say it's an average of about two hours per night, and we obviously don't remember that two hours, but that comes to about 51,000 hours over an ordinary lifespan. Or in other words, you spend six years of your life dreaming. Not sleeping, dreaming. And so dreams, you cannot underestimate the power of dreams to influence your waking life. You know, there's a lot of great stories out there about that. You know, Inception being, I think, one of the great, all-time great films. And it really epitomizes that. There's a great short film you could also watch for free on YouTube um, called Poet Anderson. And it's a beautiful animation, gorgeous, stunning, and great music. um, And it's, uh, yeah, it's about this blurring the line between dreams and, and reality. So there's a lot of stuff out there on dreams And now I think it's time to tell you about my dreams. So yeah, here we go. Let's uh, jump into this final story in the change your narrative, change your world kind of series we're doing. All right. You know, I finally did get that ministry job in 2015 and I was working with at-risk youth uh, in the inner city here in West Palm Beach in in a very difficult but very fulfilling job. And it, in a lot of ways, it was the ministry job I had always wanted, but never realized I wanted uh, until I started doing it. Around um, 2018, early 2018, in January, in fact, I had this dream and, ooh, you know what I should do is I should pull out uh, a journal here. So I write all my dreams down in journals. It's a great practice uh, if you haven't done that. Um, because I think dreams could speak to us long after the moment. And so this this journal entry, this dream happened in January 14th, 2018. Here it is. So I wrote this down. It was, I was in a boardroom meeting with some very influential people and it was my turn to participate and I wasn't ready. I fumbled my way through because I didn't have a clear vision. I mean, how on the nose is that of a dream? That you have the opportunity to speak to people um, who are influential and you don't know what to say because you don't have a clear vision for your life. And this was like a big picture vision. And I realized at the time that I didn't have this, this big picture vision. So then after the dream, I, uh, I woke up and I started journaling. And this is some of the stuff that I wrote down. I'm gonna just be very transparent on this Tuesday and read to you some of the, the things that I wrote down here my long-term plan has always been for me to go back to school and get my master's. But lately I'm beginning to doubt that. Why? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I mean, I love where I'm at now, but I don't have any long-term goals. I need to know where I'm going so I can know how to get there. Ooh. Yeah. So that idea of vision of knowing where you want to go in life, having an idea of it. I didn't quite have that. I I, I didn't have that. I was longing for that, you know? And in February, you know, a month later, I talk about uh, in the next entry, you know, how I had accomplished so many things. I got married. I bought a house. I had my first kid at the uh, Addy. Uh, I was working in full-time ministry and I was even getting to play music. Um, but I was feeling so sad and empty still. And I, I didn't know why it's something just felt missing. And, um, this idea of having a hole in your heart, you know, and thinking that something's going to fill that. And, um, I, I had this, you know, I was in my car and I had this feeling come over me and it was really, really specific that it was, uh, you know, go and listen to a book, called A Million Miles in a Thousand Years by Donald Miller. And when I read that book uh, over that next month, I rediscovered this love that I have for story and narrative. It was something that I had loved for as long as I can remember. I used to write stories uh, and write plays and have my friends act them out. I used to create like, uh, like screenplays, like for films and act them out with friends and film them with Legos and And stuff like that. I was just so imaginative and I love story so much. And um, I had really lost sight of that part of me for a long time. And that book really uh, helped me rediscover that. Here's the crazy part between that dream in January and what I'm about to share next. 14 months goes by and I'm just like, finding my love for story again, in all different types of ways, reading books, beginning to create again, uh, teaching storytelling where I worked. And I was just falling in love with it again. And then the crazy thing is that in, um, this was March. So again, March 2019. So again, 14 months later, I had another dream. And I'm going to read that one to you right now. And so this is March 23rd, 2019, okay? And, and I haven't really like put the dots together about like the dream about the vision, not having vision and love a story, but I know something's happening. I, I Something's happening in the moment. So in this dream, I'll read it here. I was in a room speaking to a group of people about the importance of story. And I was, you know, uh, there's this really churchy words like repent and believe, You know, if you're giving a sermon, those might be words that you use. But in the dream, it was interesting what I was doing is um, I was uh, explaining to a group of people that um, repenting is like choosing to live in one story instead of another, Uh, changing stories um, that you believe in and find worthwhile, And so I invited people in this dream who were dissatisfied with the stories that they were currently living in to come and discover and create a new one filled with meaning. And after that dream, I realized that that's what I wanted to do um, with my life right there. That's what I wanted to do. And, you know, all of this is very mysterious Uh, Because we haven't talked about yet how dreams can also be like windows to the divine. They can be the ways that us as humans can connect with the transcendent and in cultures throughout time. This is how people have encountered God through dreams and visions. So for me, I believe that's what a lot of this was as well as this was an encounter with God and this was God leading me. Uh, in my life. In fact, one of the nights uh, after that dream, I remember praying and asking God, like, what do you want me to do with my life? And I kind of felt like I was saying, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to help people live better stories. And God said, well, then let's do it. So dreams can really be ways that, uh, that God can speak to us and reveal things about us as well. It's like God is taking us on this journey through our subconscious and revealing things that we need to know about ourselves. And even nightmares can do that as well in revealing our fears. And yeah, that's a whole other conversation we should do. But anyways, that was 2019. And right now as I'm recording this, it's, 20, it's you know early 2022. So about three years later and four years since that dream, But in that time, um, you know, I was able to go back and get my master's degree in narrative therapy practices and community work over um, in a partnership with the Dulwich Center and the University of Melbourne in Australia. And because of the pandemic, I was able to do the whole thing virtually uh, right here from Florida. And that's something that I never thought. I would actually be able to get a degree in, was uh, in helping people to live stories. And so I didn't think that existed. And when I found out that existed, I was crushed at the time because I didn't think I could actually get the degree. But then when that opportunity arose, I knew that that's what I wanted to invest my time in and my finances in. And then on top of that, I also knew Uh, that that's what I wanted to start doing more at my work. So instead of trying to, you know, run away and try to figure this out, what I wanted to do is I wanted to try to hone my craft and better understand how to do this in the context that I was in and serving, you know, the, the students that I was working with. And now we're here at 2022, and I've, you know, resigned from that position that ministry position that brought me so much joy and fulfillment over the years, because now I have the vision of where I want to go next. And it's all things narrative. This is the culmination of these three stories here. And, you know, this podcast is just one piece of that. I hope this podcast is is encouraging and helpful to you where you're at. But the bigger picture of all things narrative, so to speak, is uh, to be able to work with you uh, and being able to help you with your story. So there's a couple different ways that I do that. One way is through uh, group workshops. And so I learned a lot of things in this master's program, a lot of different ways that I can work with people uh, in their narratives, you know, to be able to be aware of the stories that they're living uh, and to Reauthor their lives, so to speak, towards a preferred narrative that can give meaning and hope and purpose and all that good stuff in life. So I do group workshops, you know, whether you're a business, an organization, uh, a church. Uh, a community group, whatever you are, you know, I can come and I can do different group workshops and you can see on allthingsnarrative.com Some of the examples of different workshops that I offer. And I also do one-on-one coaching as well, where we can go more in depth in your life and, you know, create a personal plan uh, for your story uh, using the language and the principles and the elements of story to do that. And so if you're interested in either one of those things, uh, reach out to me, Uh, go to allthingsnarrative.com um, and reach out and we can uh, have a free 15 minute consultation where we can just talk together, get to know each other and see if this is a good fit for you. You could go learn more about what we do as well. Uh, Just getting the social media trains firing, so to speak. Uh, you can email me as well at Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-H at allthingsnarrative.com that's Derek H at allthingsnarrative.com and yeah let's connect let's chat you know and so if you're interested in changing your narrative so that maybe you can even change your world one day you know I'd love to help you do that so yeah we'll wrap it there thank you so much for checking out this week's episode and this final Transparent Tuesday but as I shared of course I will still be sharing more stories about my life because that's just the kind of guy I am But next week's story will be about someone else's life. So tune in for that. And we are looking forward to much more content on here. Go to allthingsnarrative.com if you're interested in learning more about how to tell your story and how to live a meaningful story. So thank you so much. This is your friendly narrative practitioner, Derek, signing off, saying thank you and take care.